the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM. The answer. And a good, good, good morning, everybody. It is... Wednesday, the 17th day of January 2024. It is fantastic to be with you. Uh, as the old song goes, this may be my uh, my entrance into Mike Gallagher World at 735. What a difference a day makes. And here's what I mean. Yesterday, uh, at this time, we were chewing on Iowa numbers. And I was hanging my attitudinal hat on a, a statement that I put on Twitter the previous night. I mean, the numbers were coming in, and uh, and, and just instantly all kinds of people were going, Bap, it's over, Bap, everybody else get out. I thought, uh, uh, all right, okay, okay. But, you know, and then he, here was my point at that time. Trump is going to finish around 50. This was as the numbers were finalizing on Monday night. Trump is going to finish around 50. He was like 51. DeSantis edges Haley. Those two will combine for about 40. Very little reason to believe Trump can be caught. But voters in other states await. So bring on New Hampshire. Bring on Super Tuesday, March 5th. A voter-driven result is best. Now, I still believe that. Uh-uh. But wait. The point of that, the underpinning of that, and I've said this more than a few times, is it's just better for Trump. I mean, if everybody, well, in one way, it's better for Trump. Wait for it, wait for it. Because to actually beat people that are still running, it's like, look what I did. You know, they ran against me. They threw everything at me. I beat them in 12 states. They, they, there's something to that rather than if everybody just, you know, lays down now. Then he just cruises and the suspense is gone. The competition is gone. And he just, he just cruises. But there's value to that as well. My friend and yours, Mike Gallagher, was invaluable to me in opening the part of my brain that needed to focus on that as well. So I come to you this morning, not having abandoned that, like, oh, how wrong I was. No, no, no. That's like, and honestly, most of the people making that point right now are in the tank for DeSantis and in the tank for Haley. They say, please let the race continue because because my guy or my gal really needs some time to, uh, to, to try to make inroads as if that's possible. And anything is possible, I guess, but is it really plausible? Since it's not. Since it just doesn't seem to be. Here was my uh, my online burst last night. I've now heard a full day of arguments that with no plausible path forward for DeSantis and Haley, it is a wiser use of time and money 
for the party to just go ahead and unite around Trump and spend every one of the 294 days till the election focused on that victory. Not a bad point. So while the Haley fans and the DeSantis fans are sort of carrying the water for their chosen candidate, mine was a position and remains a position of broad principle that says, you know, all right. And part of it is it's always made me crazy. It's always made me crazy that little states filled with sparse populations have so much power. It's like, what? But one of my own favorite old adages is you got to play the field the way that it's striped. You can, I can sit here and whine all day that we don't have the regional primaries that I want. Four of them. Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest, different region kicks it off every four years. You got one election day in the middle of January, middle of Feb, middle of March, middle of April. You know, a bunch of states voting at the same time. Whole lot better than what we have now. Makes so much sense that it will never happen. So I can, you know, complain about that all day long. But the fact of the matter is, it is a momentum uh, story. It is a horse race story. These states do have that influence. It's baked into the psychology of our elections every four years. So going back to my own words, since there is no plausible path forward for DeSantis or Haley, there's no plausible path forward for Haley because there aren't enough Republicans who want to engage in forever war with Ukraine. There aren't enough Republicans who are globalist, moderates, uh, centrists. There just aren't. There aren't enough. She's got her constituency. And I got to tell you something, when she goes down, they're going to get mean. A lot of them are really going to get mean because there, there are few things as testy as a Republican who has been shown up by bolder conservatives. Uh, that, that's what drives a whole lot of the Never Trump movement. Now, I'm not saying that the Haley world is the Never Trump world. There's some Venn diagram intersection there. But uh, when, 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 when she goes down, as she will, uh, they're, they're, they're not, they're not going to take it well. Uh, so it's weird. The reason there's no future for, for Haley is that there's just no place for her in a Trumpified GOP. There's no path forward for DeSantis because Trump exists. He's already running. It's like, why? Why? Just the quote, the quote, the quote, the quote. This is now months ago. A guy famously said, I got nothing against DeSantis. Only problem with him is he was not the best president of my lifetime. <laughs> Meaning, you know, Trump was and he's running again. So, you know, again, why? Why go for the tribute band when the real band is still on the road? And again, and I don't, people undervalue this in the midst of a crazy quilt time. I've got a little bit of a montage they put together on the five on Fox last night of the, I, I just mean disgusting and stupid things people are saying in view of the Trump win in Iowa. Listen, if you don't like Trump or don't like his agenda, Fine. Talk about that. Talk about it. I disagree with them on this. I disagree with them on that. I don't want him to be president for this reason, that reason. But the savagery of the attacks on him and thus on the people who voted for him. Joy Reid. Mike told us about Joy Reid. And I heard that 14 times yesterday. These I'll tell you what these people are, she said. I'll tell you what these people are. You know what it is in Iowa? It's white Christians. Ja, 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 ja. Sound effect mine. <laughs> she did not, in fact, do that. Although she might as well have. That is the stigma she sought to project. I'll tell you what it is. She snarled. It's those 
white Christians. They're overrepresented in Iowa. Well, uh, black folk are overrepresented in South Carolina. Uh, who cares who's underrepresented over a Mormons are way overrepresented in Utah, Nevada. <laughs> I can't have that. There, I don't think there is a state that <laughs> precisely mirrors the full demographic of the United States. Oh, maybe there's some, but it was, it's just, it's such hatred. It's such, it's such stupidity. It is such venom. And that's what we're up against, and and that is why. And that's before you even get to the courtroom. That's before you even get. Uh, Trump in New Hampshire uh, yesterday, last night said, uh, people said, "Well, sir, you're not going to be able to campaign." It's like, oh, I'm campaigning. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I go, I go to the Biden witch hunt, and then I get on the plane, I come back to New Hampshire. It's really cold. The pilot says, "Sir, it's going to be snowing," and I tell him, "It's okay. We got to do what we got to do." Nobody's ever had to do this, and he's right, and he's doing it, doing it every day. Some of the strongest campaigning Trump has done is in the lobby of courthouses coming out from these witch hunt political hackery tribunals at the hand of the Biden administration and various DAs and persecution prosecutors. And the ability to deliver a nut kick to these people, to the media, to the prosecutors, to the DAs, to the judges to the culture, to the commentators, to the people who have heaped so much hatred on Trump and his voters, the ability to just give it right back to them by returning him to the White House is a a, a drive, an appeal, a an urge, a um because I mean, of course it's about the issues we we want we want a better border we want a president that respects the second amendment we want a pro-life president we want a pro-constitution president we want a president who's gonna have sensible taxation a president with good uh environmental sanity a president who knows how many genders they are we want all of these things but if the bonus plan is we get to make these jackals cry again oh we're gonna do it and that's why Trump could win 40 states if things go a certain way, the way that looks like I'm going to be prodding everyone toward. And I'm glad to do it. You know who else is glad to do it? Ted Cruz endorsing Trump on Hannity last night. You'll hear that. You'll hear a lot of things today. <laughs> you will hear many, many things. I want to hear from you. Your thoughts, please. 866-660-5759. 866-660-5759. Great to have you here. And as we embark, Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day so much for this blessed nation and for your direct hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, where our schools and public spaces are safe, where our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we protect the unborn, we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, 
our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. We ask these things in your holy name. Amen. All right. So uh, yesterday was quite the day. There, the the react from the um, couple of reactions to focus on because what twenty twenty four is going to be like as as the Trump inevitability does start to settle in. I'm I'm starting to see what my life is going to be like. <laughs> it's uh, and I am in no ways tired as the old uh, as the old gospel uh, soon uh, goes. Um, it, it, chronicling the left and the degree to which their hair is on fire, the ridiculousness of the of the insults that they are delivering, not just to Trump, but to you and to me, but I'm a big boy. I can take it. Uh, but the Trump hesitant it is going to be a massive therapy session in the coming weeks and months for those who are Trump phobic, Trump hesitant in our own party. It is time for all of you to get over yourselves and stop harping on January 6th or mean tweets or blah, 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 blah. If indeed this is the only path forward to beating Biden or whoever the Democrat Party coughs up against us, you've got to get on board. I'm here to help you for free. Mark Davis, 720. Summer of 62, Chris Montez and Les Dance. I love the Philicordia organ in the back there. You could sell these, you could buy these and have them in your house. It sounds like it was recorded in somebody's house, in fact. Chris Montez, uh, God love him, is uh, 81, so good for him. Already 866-660-5759. We are in Keller. Mike, welcome. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Mark. Hey. Uh, what, I was, what I was telling her earlier, um, that the president was trolling the Taliban. And what he said in so many words, he told them that I have a picture of your house. And um, in so many words, he said F-A-F-O to him. <laughs> let him know. That's correct. And we, and we and, and see, that's the type of leadership we need. I remind me of Teddy Roosevelt. Or Elmer for uh, Yosemite Sam, what he said, you know, I speak loudly and I carry a bigger stick. <laughs> the great conflation of Teddy Roosevelt and Yosemite Sam, two great leaders worth paying attention to. Mike, thanks. And, and I can't say this enough. Why was the world safer under Trump, even when Trump seemed to be such a, a wheels-off personality, actually delivering seemingly veiled compliments to these world tyrants? Oh, listen to him, the smart kids all say. Oh, listen to him. He praises dictators. Well, look, guys, I, I, this is so funny because Trump hatred makes smart people stupid. It makes funny people unfunny. It makes kind people mean. It is a mental illness. If you don't like the guy's policies, think about why and tell me. If there are stylistic things that make you crazy, that's fine. you got to prioritize because if you're a conservative, you need to not care about that kind of nonsense. But the the, the reason the, – the Kim Jong-uns and the Putins and the whoever's even across the Middle East uh, – first of all, I don't think you're going to find him uh, you know, throwing seemingly veiled um, – compliments or, or or little little flowers and hearts in the direction of the mullahs of the Middle East, but uh, Putin and Kim Jong-un and et cetera, et cetera. 
it, it's it's because it sort of plays into their egos. It makes them sort of willing to engage, but when their heads hit their satin pillows at night in Pyongyang or Moscow or whatever tyrant you choose, it is a safer world when the tyrants and the terrorists think about the American president and ultimately say, dang, we we don't know what that guy's going to do. Ta-da! Because it is American weakness. It is American indecision. It is American instability in terms of presenting a strong front to the world. That's what energizes these people. That's why Iran is funneling all this money to the Houthis, and the Houthis are shooting rockets at, at, at American and other uh, flagships in the, in the Red Sea. It's impossible to prove this, but it, it is a plausible uh, belief that Putin would have, wouldn't have rolled into Ukraine if Trump were president. And maybe even that Hez, uh, Hezbollah, that Hamas, soon to be Hezbollah, would not have uh, rolled into uh, Israel if Trump were president. Because it, it, Hamas had to know, they totally knew, that Biden was not going to be all in for Israel. Because they know that Biden is on the marionette strings of the pro-Palestinian and to some degrees actually pro-Hamas Democratic Party. They knew this. So, safer world. Gee, just just one other thing. Safer world. You want that? Then stop yammering about January 6th and mean tweets and whatever. You want a safer world? You want a better economy? You want a border? Actual border? It's nice to have an actual border. You want one? Either want one or you don't. Things are are becoming that clear. 7.30. Let's talk clear. Oh, and by the way, Mike telegraphed to me that there's something that he knows that's one of the biggest, you know, secrets or one of the biggest speculative things. And Mike says, I know the answer to that question. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is here. And I'll, I'll tell you what it is right now. Mike asserts he 100% knows because when Trump the other day said, I know who my person is. I know who my vice president's going to be. I have, I'll tell you the person is. I know who it is. Mike says he knows who it is, too. I'm inclined to lovingly scoff, but I think I know better, especially this week. 7.31. We talk to Mike after we take a trip through the newsroom. Here's Nikki. What a difference a day made. 24 little hours. <laughs> a lot of versions I'm of this sure. I could go. Dinah Washington. This is Sarah Vaughn, Mike, but uh, struck me as I'm appropriate. So prou- I'm so well, proud of you. you. I'm so glad you came. And you were gracious about me taunting you on X last oh, night. Of course. Of you course. were very gracious about it. You liked it. You reposted it's it. It's fun. I said, Mark has finally come, come around and There's realizes it's room. time. There's a lot of love in the room. And, yeah. and and the audience is just all into you right now on this. They're so proud that you're calling, you're joining Ted Cruz and Laura Ingram and Mike Gallagher and yeah. the, 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 the cacophony of voices saying, hey, Governor DeSantis, hey, Governor Haley, time to pack it in. Time to be united. Time to beat the Democrats. Let's stop spending money attacking each other. But incidentally, Mark DeSantis and Haley, I don't think they're going anywhere. 
I don't think they do are you? either. And it's become uh, it's it's become stubbornness with with Nikki Haley. It is the stubbornness born of the centrist, elitist, establishment, mm-hmm. moderate globalist. They they are. Re- there's one thing they're feisty about, and that's people who are more conservative than they are. If they had the fighting spirit, uh, the, you know, the, for America that they have to people who are more conservative than they are, then maybe they'd, they'd have more in their tank. But they don't. Nikki Haley is about 15, 20 percent max of the Republican Party. She's about to find that out. She will do really well. Here's where it's going to get weird, Mike. She's going to do really well in New Hampshire. She will come close to Trump. And DeSantis is going to tank in New Hampshire. So if you think the drumbeat is loud for him now, and that is why all the DeSantis people, all the DeSantis resources and his uh, uh, his his uh, the, the people working and carrying the water for him, his uh, uh, team are, um, are are headed to South Carolina because DeSantis would, would be pretty strong in South Carolina and, and Nikki Haley may finish third. But to your really great question about what <sighs> so many things in my head. Nikki Haley is stubborn. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to get out. She, her, her pulling out of this debate that would have been tomorrow night. And what is her point? Is that, first of all the stupidity of saying that it's a two-person race when she finished third. That was after Iowa. And now the notion of well, I'm not going to do it unless Trump is there. Trump ain't going to be there. And and she is she's gutless. She does she will not she doesn't want to stand on a stage with Ron DeSantis and have him point out her conservative flaws. Now for DeSantis, well, for DeSantis, the, go, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 Thirty seconds. I want to roll for DeSantis about whom I have said there's nothing wrong with him. His problem is Trump exists. There is something wrong with him. He is not fully formed. Here's here's the thing. His ideas are great. His policies are great. He's a great governor, a great conservative. But we, here's something you pointed out. This also marinated with me a lot yesterday when you said that his, after finishing second in Iowa, he didn't have a moment of graciousness for Trump. And it's not about being nice to Trump or kissing the ring. It's about telling Trump's voters that you at least appreciate what you're up against and the people whose votes you are trying to lure in your direction. For for DeSantis to not get up there and say, listen, congratulations to President Trump. We dust ourselves off. We live to fight another day. No graciousness. No, uh, he's not fully formed. He will be in four years, I pray. I'd love to have him run in 28. But that's part of the problem is he's got a good brain, a good spine, a good heart. But there's some emotional intelligence and maturity that DeSantis may lack. Thank you. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Well, there's a there's a deep dive that um, over at The Messenger, I posted it at X, mm-hmm. and I hope everybody follows me at Radio Talker Mike, because I'm really getting into the X uh, environment now. Mark Caputo, uh, we used to be with Politico, now he's writing at, at Messenger, the inside story of how Ron DeSantis got crushed by Donald Trump. And you should read it. It's about a 10-minute read. But, Mark, it's fascinating. Any surprises in there? Through, Anything I don't know already? Um, the one – I don't agree with all of it. He he, he characterizes DeSantis as, as uh, getting tongue-tied. I don't think Ron That's DeSantis stupid. is ever nope. tongue-tied. Nope. That's not a fair characterization. But the big-picture stuff is going through the, the missteps with the launch with Elon Musk and how technically it was a debacle and it was a metaphor for sort of the way the campaigns – Yes, but that was Yeah, but optics forgotten. matter. Mark, no, don't dismiss that. Does it's anybody one thing. You, you saying this right now is making a lot of people go, "Oh yeah, that did happen." I had totally forgotten. And for those that didn't even know, in what looked like genius ahead of time, DeSantis sat uh-huh. down in a Twitter space with Elon Musk, with millions of people plugged in to hear it. I'm going to announce on Twitter with Elon Musk, and it was a technical 
nightmare. So that was one. And then it goes on to talk about his prickly personality. It estranged one-time allies, donors, and political pros. His likability problems turned off many voters. Um, and then it, and it's, a, it's a really fascinating, fascinating study at all the things that, because I, I am intrigued by this. On paper, Ron DeSantis shouldn't be where he is today. The article says at 45 years old, DeSantis has had no close senior advisors older than he, and he has a well-known reputation for disregarding advice Mm. and data that conflicted with his own opinions. Uh, Critical voices don't last long in his campaign. There was a lot of turmoil with the Super PAC. Anyway, it's a a lengthy, it's at the Messenger. If you follow me at Radio Talker, Mike, you'll see it. I posted it. It's it's written by Mark Caputo, and the the article is called The Inside, it's an exclusive, it says, Mm. uh, The Inside Story of How Ron DeSantis Got Crushed by Donald Trump. Now, I want to go to the Daily Beast for a moment, too because they have some interesting analysis. Stay on, stay on about- the first one. Stay on the first well, we got time. Stay on the first one. I think okay. there's a lot that's going to be true in the Caputo piece and a lot of things that I think he's just making up and things that are just fun to say by people who think they know a lot. Yep. And this, there's the, he's tongue-tied. No, he's not. That he, whatever, some of the other stuff just seemed just wrong. But there is some really good points in there that he made about, about and I think a lot of it is not DeSantis' ideology or his policies or whatever. The, the, listen, you know a little something about this, about the prickly personality. Yep. Trump, Trump comes comes at all of this with a daily joy. He loves, even when things are at their hardest, he loves it. DeSantis can have a short fuse. He can pull interviews at the last second with talk shows that can help him. Mike Gallagher, he uh, there, he there, and and there may be a sort of repellent to some people behind the scenes, and he's just again maybe not fully formed. So anyway, proceed. What's the well? He's a, he's a young guy, but let me just quote. Well, let me we go back to the article. One paragraph, story after story rolled in about how awkward DeSantis tends to be. How he once ate pudding with his fingers for utensils. <laughs> how his laugh is strange. How security with how security. And incidentally, I can relate to this one, mm-hmm. how security with menacing glares kept him bubble wrapped. Yeah. I experienced now, that. 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 He, yep. he, I mean, that's what happened to me. He yep. blew me off because he was mad about a protester at a Tampa event yep. and his security with menacing glares that I received me. Uh, would not have, like, I'm a real threat, you know? Uh, how he snapped at a reporter, asking him why he didn't talk to voters more. How his staff kicked a 15-year-old out of a New Hampshire town hall because he didn't like his line of questioning. How he talks about Florida too much. There is a lot of merit to this. Nope, nope, nope. you got to read it, Mark, before will, you dismiss I will, it. I will, I will, I will. Read it and see it. and then. But then to this Daily Beast thing about, and this is also intriguing, about the role that DeSantis and Haley will play in 2024. Yes. DeSantis and Haley fighting each other to a stalemate, Mm -hmm. the Daily Beast opines, means neither is ready to resign, which in turn means Donald Trump will once again avoid a head-to-head match. He'll be able to let Haley and DeSantis attack each other in New Hampshire Mm -hmm. while he stays mostly clean from the expensive mudslinging. Although Haley and DeSantis both tried to spin Iowa as a win... Mm -hmm. It's Trump who might win the most from both of them being able to claim some victory, and Trump's team was quietly celebrating their good fortune. In other words, it really kind of benefits Trump the longer they stay in it. And credit where credit is due. (laughs) Daily Beast hates Trump's guts, but they have the clarity to take a look at the situation on the ground. So look, uh, I don't think right now either of these people will be his running mate. You texted me last night. You are quoting you now 100% sure you know who Trump's running mate's going to be. I do. Please share 
Well, um, I, I spoke yesterday to Sebastian Gorka, who's very close to Donald Trump. They're on a texting basis, as I learned. And Seb kind of let it just just let it slip in the interview that he knows exactly who the VP running mate is. Uh-huh. And I texted him after the – he wouldn't say it, obviously, on air. And I texted him. I said, do tell. And he did in three seconds. I now know the name. Seb says it's 100% certain, and I'm not allowed to share it with anybody. So, I, and I won't. Are you I'm going to respect that. Do this to me again? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I I'm can't teasing. betray a, a source. No, I mean, let me just put it to you this way: you won't. You won't be displeased. Okay. Uh, um, so I, let me let me pl- let me play the game. Uh, no, so, but I'm not going to give it up. Okay. Don't ask. Uh, Don't ask. No, I'm not, I'm not going to ask you, you who it is. So would I be? This this seems like would it? Would I be correct in in my assertion that it will be neither DeSantis nor Haley? Yes. Okay. That's probably about as far. Oh, boy, can I continue to strike? It will, well, uh, it will, I will it tell will, you. I'll give will, you. Let me give you a hint. Let will, me give you a hint please, that Seb Gorka gave us. Yeah, it's not a female. Okay. Uh, so that's all. That's all, right. all I it, can it say. Will, it will. It will also not be Vivek. Uh, it's not a female, and it will I'm also, not going to. And don't, and, and don't guess. Vivek. Don't guess because I'm not going to tell don't you. Guess. But I. But it's. But I will tell you this: as mm-hmm. certain as Seb is, and I think he knows the guy right. a lot better than we do. It's a. It's a done deal. Remember when Trump a week or so ago said he's already made up his mind? I know, and, and I is? wondered. I said, is he just kind of trolling us affectionately nope. here? Is it? Uh, nope. Mm-hmm. He made up his mind. But wild. Now, you know, Joey Hudson had the best line of the day yesterday. He said, "Does Seb know you? I mean, you've got the biggest mouth. I mean, tell a tell a type, telegraph, tell a mic. You know, and but I can't. I'm not gonna. I, I would not completely. betray the confidence, and I can't even tell you off the air. No, no, well, I no, might no, tell you. No, yeah, but you can. Well, you, you can you can trust. I almost don't want you to because then that would burden me <laughs> by me obnoxiously telling the listenership that I can't. Plausible but, deniability. But here's what I can tell everybody. I think we'll all probably sort of know by Feb 27, and that's when Gorka comes to town. We're going to do Cigar Night at Cigars International. I think yes. you want to be in that room now. 660amtheanswer.com. Gorka, me, everybody that's there, small, intimate setting. Go to 660amtheanswer.com. Get your tickets. Dr. Gorka coming into yes. town at Cigars International. National up in North Fort Worth on Cabela Drive. Can't wait to get into that room with him. All right, yep. so all right, uh, and he I, might and he may and he may spill the beans. I know. Well, I think he, the, may, the, he the, may spill the tea. Trump may spill the beans by then. I mean, well, I, we should know. But you know, it is going to be a fascinating pick. Think about Mike Pence. All right, think about the role he played and the loyal soldier he was mm-hmm. until the end. And think about the dynamic between the two of them. Trump isn't going to let anybody upstage him. Yep, we know that. That's right. And but so, so but, it's not so it's not going to be Carrie Lake. It wouldn't. So have been is it going to be? So is it going to be somebody who is more MAGA focused mm-hmm. than establishment? I don't. I don't think of Mike Pence and MAGA. Do you? I don't. And Trump knew had the wisdom to know that he needed somebody in 2016. And every, this is always smart. Get somebody that helps you. Somebody that brings something yep. that maybe you don't have without contrasting with your core values. That's what. But Pence I think did. those day. But I think that's that day is that correct. I, I think it has. Now, you, now, you said, but you said, you said, you said two, three he, minutes ago. You said that I, I will not be displeased upon learning who this person is. I don't believe any Trump supporter is going to be displeased with okay. this. Right. I, 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 and if you want some, I will say this. This mm-hmm. is as far as I'll go, I mm-hmm. swear. Mm-hmm. I will say this. 
if you want somebody who is much more closely aligned with MAGA mm-hmm. and is going to be loyal to Trump mm-hmm. and is not going to over over upstage him, mm-hmm. I, I, but but you could say, hey, heartbeat away, you, you, this is somebody you want. I think you'll be happy. So that's all I'll say. Hey. Let me final final conversation for today. I mm-hmm. saw something on social media that I had to ask you. Dallas related news. Mm-hmm. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's a post about a place in Dallas called Grandscape. Are yeah. you familiar with Grandscape? It's a, in, the, in the colony. If you go 121 uh, northeast, working your way toward Frisco, you get to the colony. It is one of the doggone – first, you've got a furniture store there that looks like DFW ne- Airport. Nebraska, Nebraska Furniture Mart, Mart yep. Texas. Are you ready for this store? Are you ready? Do you I've know been, what the number I've, is? I've been to that store 12 times. It literally is like pulling into DFW. Welcome to Nebraska Furniture Mart. Left for Terminal A, right for Terminal B. It's that vast, and it's a wonderful place. It's incredible. How much? Do you, do you know what they're? Do you know what they do in annual sales? Uh, Are you ready? Should tell me. Two billion dollars <laughs> with a B. That's mind blowing. Five hundred and sixty thousand square feet of retail. Yep. One point three square feet of warehouse space. The motto, by the way, at the furniture place and the whole facility is sell cheap and tell the truth. Two hundred thousand. That whole what colony. The, heck? The, the colony is a wonderland. They got great restaurants. Got a massive Ferris wheel thing up there. Portillos is over it, there. They got a Portillos here which, in St. Pete, which is uh, hot Chicago style hot dogs, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and hot gotcha. dogs and burgers, and it's gotcha. a. I go there all the time. I love this place. Two billion dollars in and annual sales. So here's the deal. It is so enormous. We needed a. Bo- uh, they don't make, really make box springs anymore. It's very 1975. But we needed something to go under a mattress and their little foundations, right. whatever they call them. So, oh, so frame, we, like a, like a right. bed frame? So, no, no, the yeah. thing that goes under the mattress. The slats. No, the the, the thing, the, think of a well, modern, That's good, very scientific, the thing. But it's not springs, and it's, thing. Not, it's that thing that goes under the mattress, a, found, okay. a foundation. <laughs> so we needed one of those, found a good price online at Nebraska Furniture Mart, said, let's go see what this experience is going to be like. So I walk into the front door, they got the staff to client ratio is like one to one. Total employees all over the way. I said, "Hi, how you doing?" And I said, "Yes, I, I need. Here's what I need. I found. I printed out the page. Here's what I need. Where can I find it?" He pointed to. He pointed like to gate thirty seven, which which I mean would I'd need a car to get to. But he said, "Yeah, don't worry about it. That you know this is the one you want." I said, "Yep." He went to a terminal. Said, uh, did you bring a truck? Because it's kind of big. I said, absolutely, sure did. Bring, brought the pickup. He said, go around the back of the store to, uh, you know, to 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 uh, portal number five seventy three, and we'll have it wow. out to you in five minutes. I rolled the truck in the back. Five minutes later, guy brought it out, put it in the truck, and I was down the road. It was. Just, I mean, it's got a text saying Nebraska Furniture Mart is so great. If you can't find what you're looking for there, it, it does, isn't made. It, it doesn't exist. It, it doesn't exist. You, you don't need Every, it. Everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> it, I love that. Now, my next trip, I mean, I may pop into no. the Gorka Davis uh, cigar event and then go to Nebraska, just to see Nebraska Furniture Mart. Let's I'm go very to excited. Nebraska Furniture Mart, Mike. Oh, Seb would have a field day. He'd love. We'd take him around there. He'd strut around. I need an ottoman. I need a. I need a comforter. No, I, I can't. Bring I me something, Mike. Up. I need something Dude. from Nebraska furniture. Warren bought. Warren Buffett. Fun fact: bought a majority stake in 1983 on Damn. a handshake deal Damn. for 60 million dollars. He had predicted they'll do a billion in sales. There he was go. being conservative. That's two it. billion in sales annually. Well, we need to All right. Well, we on that we happy need to note, bill them for these last two minutes. Doggone it. Yeah. Man. No kidding. Hey, you, I'll, I'll endorse. We'll both do a co-endorsement. <laughs> you know. 
right. Well, I hey, good you. congratulations thank on you. your journey. No, I'm glad you. you're joining the uh, joining the team mm-hmm. here. Right. Let's 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 win in November. We got to win, baby, win. Nothing right, more man. important. And here's something important: the Mike Gallagher Show follows us as soon as we're done at ten on six sixty AM. The answer. Si bon de partir n'importe où, bras dessus, bras dessous. En français. En chantant des chansons. C'est la femme formidable, Eartha si Kitt. Bon Eartha Kitt, born this date, 1917. C'est si bon. That's so good. From 1953. She had another big hit that uh, that year. The one you've heard from about the last couple of months. That's Eartha Kitt doing the definitive Santa Baby from 1953. Hence that line in there that says Santa Baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. So, so, so good. You know, Eartha Kitt was also, dig this, she was such a pop culture icon in the 60s. She was the first Catwoman in uh, Batman. There you go. This information is free. Alrighty. 866-660-5759. Here's something I hope is si bon, pas mauvais, mais bon. Let's head into the next hour and talk about stuff. Mark Davis, 660 AM, The Answer. Grab a line, 866-660-5759. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 